Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never going to get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Hey everyone, welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jess. I'm Jen Sullivan. Hi. Hi. Oh, you added your last name. I'm Jess Matlin. Just I don't for, know, just changing it up. Par- parallelism. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited about this one because, well, Jenna did this one solo, but I met Josie years ago when she was, she came to visit me talking about argan oil. She was one of the first people to talk about argan oil in beauty products. 
in the states, yeah, in for the sure. States, yeah, yeah. Certainly, certainly not one of the first people ever on planet Earth. <laughs> not talk Morocco, about that's for sure. <laughs> yes, but to bring it really to a mainstream beauty audience in the United States, she was really a pioneer. Yeah, we talked about that. We had such a fun chat. It was like on the eve of Christmas, practically. Um, but let me give you a little background in, in case you're not familiar. On the familiar eve with- of Christmas. On the eve of the eve of Christmas, actually, in case you're not familiar with Josie. She's a a model, uh, which is not her real name, which we will discuss. Well, it's not her given name. Um, A model, actress, beauty entrepreneur, probably best known um, as the founder of Josie Moran Cosmetics, a lot of which have argan oil, as Jess said. In 1999, she was the face of Maybelline Cosmetics. She actually did that for years. She was one of their big spokespeople. She's modeled for guests, Sports Illustrated, Swimsuit Issue, many others. She's also an actress. Some of her highlight reel, Van Helsing, The Aviator, you may remember her from. She appeared on Dancing with the Stars in 2007. And of course, that's the year she launched her brand, which is sold um, primarily at Sephora and QVC. Anyway, I wanted to talk to her now because I noticed that her newest product, Josie Moran Apothecary Daily Repair Body Butter, got an FDA-approved drug claim as a skin protectant, um, you know, for its ability to provide relief for eczema patches, dry skin. But as far as I know, it's not that common for brands to, uh, that operate operate in this eco-friendly sphere, the natural sphere, to have OTC drug claims. So I thought that was kind of Very interesting, in it, right? And so it was like a good time to check in with her and hear actually why she invented that product it has to do with her kids, which I thought was cool. We also talk about her career, including Jess, you're going to love this, the band she almost started with Nicole Richie. I, like, this is like, this is why sometimes I really miss out when you do these oh, solo jobs. But I thought of you when I asked about it because I was like, this is great. Turn of the century, late 90s, early aughts, like rock band. Trivia, Jess Matlin needs that. I know, this was a real miss for me. Well, Josie's a great storyteller, so I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Um, She talked to me from her home in St. Bart. She splits her time between there and LA, which is where her company is headquartered. We had a fun, chill hang. I'm so glad you guys get to join us for it. So let's do it. Finally, welcome to Fat Mascara. What's up, Jen? So happy to be here. Thank you so much. Such an honor. I'm so excited to have you here. I have to say this, like I know you because I've met you when your brand launch, I met you, but people pick up your products at Sephora. They see you on QVC, maybe not QVC, that doesn't count, but they pick it up at Sephora and they're like, Josie Moran, who is this lady? If they don't know who you are already. So if someone asks you, like, who are you? How do you answer? Ooh. First of all, so I've been correcting how to say my name since I was very young. Um, Correct me. Yes, I'll correct you. Josie Marin. And it rhymes with Karen, which has gotten kind of a funny stigma in the last (laughs) few years. But Josie Marin, not Moran. Yeah. Well, first, that's the first thing to tell people. Love that. (laughs) Who's Josie Marin? Who's Josie Marin? Josie Marin has a vision for the beauty industry to be healthy and inspiring and empowering. So she tried to create a brand that would do that. And I have and I have to ask you what did you do before you started the brand in case anybody doesn't know. <laughs> so I I was a spunky motherfucker <laughs> officially. My first remembering of my thoughts is I will be one of the ones to change the world. So I think I've been like on just this like curious, questioning, spunky motherfucking journey, figuring out what that means and how I was going to do it. And 
on the way was I started modeling when I was 12. I mean, that's like a big piece of my story because it affected so much of where I am now. So I started modeling when I was 12. I sat in the makeup chair for many years. I still do. And my mother was, I guess this is the brand story, but um, where was I before No, that? let's so go I back started, to you. I started yeah, modeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, so growing up, this this thought that you had that you're going to change the world, did that mm-hmm. come as a kid? The first, like, I think like a very young kid. Yes. And were you named after someone? <laughs> my mom and dad, well, actually my real name, this is also something cool. My real name is Johanna. Oh, okay. Which means gracious one, which I carry deeply into my being um, and try to embody in everything I do, being gracious. And so, but my parents never called me Johanna. They called me Josie since day one. They had a dog named Josie at some point. And so they named me Josie. I don't really know. I guess I should get clearer on that story. But I've been Josie, even though my real name is Johanna, which is an interesting thing to live with, having a real name that you never use. Um, I bet there's some people out there, though. All the spunkiness, was that there from the start? I think Josie like is actually a pretty spunky name. So yes, it was there from the very start. I was a rebel rascal. I was uh, just, yeah, always looking like for good trouble. (laughs) (laughs) And so 12 seems to me kind of young to start a career in anything. And modeling obviously is what you were doing. How did you get that break? Did you want to be a model? Did someone discover you? Yeah, I did not try to be a model. I think probably most successful models didn't go out and try to be a model. But um, so I was at a family barbecue and this woman who was a photographer, a family friend, she said, do you, would, do you want to do a cover of like Parents Magazine? It wasn't Parents, it was like this local magazine. I said, yes. And then they, she said, can I introduce you to an agency in San Francisco? And they said yes. And then I, my first thing after that first little shoot was a fashion, Benetton fashion show. And it was so <laughs> cool. Like in San Francisco, which, which is like already like, you know, edgy and cool and just like very diverse. And I was just in this Benetton, you know, Benetton, it was like very multicultural. Is this like late 80s? So I'm, I'm guessing? I, I was born in 78. So I was 90s, 90, okay. 1990. I got to wear a scarf on my head in the show. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. I wore it to like a birthday party soon after. I was like, walked in with this huge scarf on my head. Everyone <laughs> looked at me like, I was like, what? <laughs> this is my now, new guys. style. Okay. <laughs> it was actually interesting being a model as a kid because you want to talk about your life, but it always became a thing. And everyone was like, oh, she's a model. And then go to a party and everyone like, oh, there's a model. And it just started making me feel different. And I don't know, you just separated from the people. And so anyway, I don't know what that really has led to. But if I think about it, I could tell you, I think it's probably had made me have to deal with having courage, like built courage into being kind of like an oddball or different than people. When, so back then, it's like not everybody had a phone and was taking pictures all the time. And when you first got on that set for that first photo shoot, what did you feel like when the ca- when they picked up the camera? Were you like immediately into it and performing? Yeah. What vibe I was made, came over I you? I was made for the shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I just loved it. Like I literally still to this day look down the barrel of a camera, like even on these Zoom calls and stuff, I always look down the barrel where you're not supposed to, you're supposed to like look at your screen at the people. And I'm always like looking right down the barrel of that camera, like, hi, I'm here. I got you. I'm going to give you so much love right now. I, I like for QVC, I have this vision every time I look down the barrel of that camera that I'm speaking to like a million beautiful women who are just, you know, and I'm just giving them, I'm like spreading so much love. I'm like uplifting and empowering and just loving them up so much. And I just, I love it. Like this was my, I think, you know, that whole belief of I will be one of the ones to change the world. It's becoming apparent that I like to help people. (laughs) And so this is my platform. This is my way of being able to help people is through the camera often. And I mean, it feels like you had fun doing this. You don't sound like talking about like this was a hardship for you, but like what was the most fun shoot you've ever been on? I love the the beach and the ocean and adventures. And I think it was probably riding a beautiful white horse on Harbor Island on the pink sand beach naked. Of course. <laughs> and I actually had the most beautiful man on the white horse with me and we were just riding and I was like naked. Was there a saddle involved? (laughs) No, no. And we were in the water, like on the, in the turquoise, like, you know, shore break. What was it? What was that for? It was for Glamour magazine. It was one of my very first, like big, as when I, then I turned 18, I moved to New York and I started like the supermodel career and that was for Glamour mag. Yeah. So 18 is like you're barely an adult. Did you, when that started, did you have a career plan where you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do or I have other plans? I, again, had this, I, I, oh, I have an entrepreneurial spirit since the beginning too. Like I'm going to be the ones to change the world. I'm going to figure out how to do it. So I had like literally... I know a lot of people had lemonade stands. My lemonade stands were super successful and (laughs) they were like really awesome. And I had lemonade song that I could even sing to you right now. So by the time I got to modeling, my plan was, it was like, a. I knew I was going to figure out how I was going to change the world in, by doing this. Like I was going to, I was, this is, I'm just paying attention. There's some clues here. And then I became the face of Maybelline, which by the way, I guess I did have this plan. When I was 12, before I started modeling, I saw a Maybelline commercial with Christy Turlington in it. And she was just walking down the street in New York City in a cute dress and just so happy and skipping along. And just, I, I, did, I said, I want to be that girl. I want to do that. One, because I think the fun making videos, I loved making videos. Two, yeah. I just wanted to be in New York walking down the street looking, feeling so happy and skipping along and being like, maybe it's Maybelline, yeah. (laughs) And then, so I literally, since I was 12 years old, crossed my fingers every single night and prayed to be the Maybelline girl. I did not want to be, it wasn't to be about about being a model. It wasn't about makeup. It wasn't about beauty. It wasn't even about fashion. It was just about this experience, like someone shooting me walking down the street. (laughs) I mean, um, it, it happened. I literally, when I was 18, I got the audition to go to this Maybelline casting and I was like, oh my God. And literally 
I, I booked it soon after they told me. And I was like, I, I literally felt like I'd become one of the most powerful people in the world where I could create anything I put my mind to. And mm-hmm. I think that was like one of the biggest transforming moments of my life. Cause after that moment, you can never go back and like not dream and then not focus it into reality. If so you have that I manifestation became, power. How could you not use it? <laughs> it was pretty it worked spectacular. For you. And now it keeps working. It's just pretty cool. <laughs> That's amazing. I know you did some acting too, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So I was going to say, and as a young girl, I had a dream to be an actress. I was. I used to tell like my friend's parents, you should, I'd give them my signature on a napkin and be like, I'm going to get an Oscar one day, you know? So just saying. And I would literally find the napkins in the garbage and I'd like take it out and be like, how could you throw this away? <laughs> but yeah, so I had an acting dream and I lived that out. I had a manager from LA call and ask if I wanted to come to LA and start doing some auditions. So I, I started, I signed up for an acting school, which was awesome. I booked some roles in movies, which was amazing to just keep fulfilling that dream. But honestly, like the creativity that I wanted to experience in acting was not, I was not getting that experience at all. Just sitting in trailers and like stop, start, stop, start. So I never got into this like acting beautiful flow that would have, I thought, I think fulfilled me. And I just didn't get that juice. So I was like, Mm-mm-mm. can't do this forever. Hurry up and wait is not my thing. <laughs> Did you get, uh, I read that um, you were in a band that gave you a little creativity outlet. <laughs> that was And please I was share, acting. I don't know if this is true or not, but what you played an instrument as well, yeah? Uh, I grew up playing the violin. So it was going to be, we were figuring out our thing. We were just not very musically talented, but it was with Nicole Ritchie, whose dad is Lionel Ritchie. So, we got to have meetings with Lionel. Did you play? He, your, did you play your violin for Lionel Richie? No, not we were okay, just kind of like forming the band. the band. He was like, "Who do you guys like? Who do you like? What kind of music do you like?" We were like so young and not musical. <laughs> we this was not our gift, but literally, my, one of my biggest dreams is to be a musical person. Anyway, so I was like Joni Mitchell and my friend was like J-Lo and it was just like so random (laughs) and weird. And um, then he's like, okay, I'm going to take you to my singing coach. We went there and we were so bad. It was like, okay. But we were like on the red carpet. We were doing red carpet. You had the performance part down, it sounds like, if not the Mm -hmm. musicality. And so we were like bragging about this band, but we were really not a band. And yeah, anyways. But it's part of the whole like, wanting to perform, wanting to yeah. give people joy. So it's yeah. not that out of Thanks. left field, I don't think. Thanks. I, it would have been worse if we actually tried to do it and it was really bad, but we were like thinking we were cool. So there's no tapes anywhere that we can listen we to We have like one song that we recorded, but nope. And hopefully that will so not Just get please out. tell me the title. What was the title of the song? Do you remember? And if you say it was your Lemonade Stand song, I'm not, like that's not going to, that's not going to fly. Alone Now. Oh, Alone Now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the name of our band was Darling. I, I always oh. wanted to name my kid Darling. And so I was like, can we name the band I Darling? like that. I like that. Do you still play the violin? My daughters do. And so I kind of like try to, but I, it's it, you need to practice. <laughs> got it. Got it. So the band obviously wasn't meant to be. You did not manifest that. But here you are, a beauty entrepreneur. So like at what point, 
I don't know how many years you worked for Maybelline, like a decade, right? You were one yeah. of their spokespeople. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at what point did you decide, you know, maybe I want to do this myself. Like maybe I need to run the Maybelline, not just be in the pictures. <laughs> yeah. So I learned a lot. My parents were very socially and environmentally conscious. Plus my mother had chronic fatigue syndrome. She still does. And we were super sensitive to any chemicals, any fragrances, any just not good for you things. Plus my mom is super sensitive and super creative in terms of everything has to be authentic and real, including me. Like the whole time she was like, do not even think that you're like special because you're a model, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I just want that inner light, you know, smile with your eyes. She was literally like on set, like smile with your eyes, smile with your eyes. (laughs) But my mom was not, so I grew up just like thinking about health and my mom's not health, non-health. And my grandmother had breast cancer. She survived it. She's amazing. But there was this worry that chemicals would make my most favorite people sick. And so sitting in the makeup chair, I just naturally asked every makeup artist, is there something good for you, natural that you would use? You know, like I wasn't at all bossy about it. I was just curious, like on a journey to figure out like, Mm -hmm. why isn't there anything natural and healthy and good enough for a makeup artist? This is like in like the nineties and early aughts, I imagine, right? Yeah, probably like 97 in terms of like, because I graduated high school in 96 and I went to New York. And that's when I started like really investigating. And then everyone told me it was impossible. It was like literally impossible. You couldn't have natural and effective. And I was like, why is this impossible? It's crazy. And so I think I just like went seeking how to make it possible. And so in my mind, I was like, what if we brought these two worlds together? Like high-end, fashion, chic, and good for you, good for the planet. What would that look like? That would be so cool. And I was a little ahead of my time. Now it's totally normal. But I was, you know, and I called it chicological, like bringing these two worlds together. And then I just went on a mission to do it. I had one of my best friends is a makeup artist. So she helped me like find the, like design what products to do. So Ladad Alberti, um, she's in LA right now. Yeah, she's amazing. And we kind of just like designed what products to put in the line. And then I went and I was so blessed. I think I'm allowed to talk about this now. At some point, I wasn't, and I'm pretty sure I don't know. But Janine LaBelle, who started Stila Cosmetics, my manager at the time, he connected me with her. And I got to go to the Chateau Marmont and have a meeting with her and share this dream of creating like the first high-end and healthy makeup line. And she was so wonderful, so supportive. She, she, at that time, she had some contract with Estee Lauder where she was like, I, you can never tell anybody. Yet. But I think that's way over. Mm-hmm. We're going to mm-hmm. make sure of that. Anyway, so she connected me with an amazing product developer and an amazing designer, creative designer. And um, we just w- found the labs to work with. And it was three, I worked on it for three years. And literally everybody was like, all the labs were like, nope, you can't take this out. You can't take this out. And can, I was like, please just let's see what happens when you take out the parabens and the carcinogens and the petroleum and all this stuff. And finally got a few people to do it and created some amazing things. <laughs> what was the very the first thing yeah. that you created? So the first thing, 
I created was so interesting. I worked on like a few things together, like a foundation, tint and moisturizer, actually a lipstick and a cream blush. And while I was creating this, so it took three years to kind of figure out how to create this line. Mm-hmm. I was still modeling. I was still the face of Maybelline, which they were super supportive during this process and traveling the world. I also had dry skin and pretty like not great skin because I was modeling and putting all the stuff on me all the time and traveling and la la. And I had really dry skin. So I was like secretly unconsciously on a mission to figure out how to find, I guess it wasn't that unconscious. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. Cause I remember being like, why is a big brand? I'm not going to say it. The only thing <laughs> that actually keeps me moisturized but full of tons of petroleum. And so my mission was like, I just want to find something that's natural and that holds the moisture in my skin more than five minutes. And so on a modeling trip, I met this amazing French woman at a party in Saint-Tropez. It was like Cannes and Saint-Tropez time. I walked into the room. I saw her, you know, those women who just are so beautiful without, (laughs) just so naturally radiant and like just glowing. And I was just walked straight up to her and I was like, hi, what, well, like just got to know her. And then I said, What's, what, what do you do? What's your secret? And she was like, Arganoel. and I was like, what are you talking about? I need to know what this is. It turns out she was 70 and I thought she was like 40 years old. So it was amazing. She was amazing. And then she just put me on track to go find this oil in Morocco. So as I was creating the first high-end and healthy color line, At the same time, I had found this kind of miracle worker for my skin and became obsessed, figured out how to launch the whole line with this bottle of oil. Can we go back to this meeting for a second with this woman? Did she, first of all, at that time, I'm sure a lot of people didn't, outside of Morocco or Northern Africa, didn't know what argan oil was. Did you then like go home and research it online and order a bottle or did she give you some? Or you're like, I'm going to the source. I, I mean, in France, it was a little bit more um, accessible. So she was like, okay, told right. me where to go get it. So then I, for, oh, France, yeah, the French have been on top of this oil thing longer than us. I think I was like one of the first ones to really bring it to America, the oil concept. But then, so I picked up a bottle and it literally changed my life. Like when you have dry skin or any kind of problem skin and you find your thing, it's, it's life-changing. It's like, I wanted to tell everybody. I wanted to scream it from the rooftops. I love that that was a chance meeting. Like, I if, you hadn't, if you hadn't gone up to that lady, who knows? It could have been right. a coconut oil line. I mean, I know you use coconut oil yeah. too, but <laughs> I do think of argan oil as very, as like one of your key ingredients. Oh, totally. You know? It's the thing. No, no, no. It's yeah. totally our key thing. And, and it's such a beautiful process. But yeah, so then I just went on a, like I went to Morocco. I found an amazing source for the oil and I just put it in the line. I just I, so fast and so obsessively like have to do this that I just had this still amber bottle, but it didn't have the name of the product on it, just had my name. And so, yeah. and I launched at Barney's in 2007 and it was just the full, beautiful rose gold color line. And then this bottle of oil that didn't even have the name of the, what it was on it. And everybody just flocked to it. Like they didn't care. It just was like, hello, I'm Wait, here, so in retrospect to heal the world. Was do you think of that as like a mistake? Maybe I should have put a product name on there. 
Or do you yeah. think that was part of the appeal? Yeah, maybe, no, I don't. I think it made it harder for everybody that was trying to sell it to, to like, explain. And honestly, <laughs> what's I in this even, bottle? They, they would ask me all the time. And I'm like, I don't really know. I just know it works. Okay. I just, I mean, at that time, the formula was, is that the same formula? It's like yeah, in your 100% pure, pure, 100% organic. Yep, just put it in the bottle, fresh, first cold pressed. I mean, the highest quality you can get, all the good stuff. You know, we've and now gone back and now we trace every nut to bottle and it's like a beautiful whole community. But it was world, pure argan oil. Just pure argan oil. And so I was like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that you have to label things. <laughs> um, so anyways, um, it became 30% of our sales the first day. It stayed, yeah. it still is. It's like, it was just this, it was this magical elixir. So ready. I happened to be the pure purveyor, the bringer of it to the world. And like it, at people when they touched it, it became, I think it became, it became such a big deal because it was so crazy to put oil on your face, but it called people. Like it was like, no, you need me or I need you. And they would do it and the courage to do it and then love it created this like phenomenal where they were like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I love this, but I got to tell everybody because this is crazy you know? So it like had its own viral thing. (laughs) Yeah. Did you ever bring that bottle back to like Morocco and where you source from and be like, this is what you guys are making, just so you know. And what what was the response when they saw that like, I feel like there might be some pride there. Like that's... Yeah. It's huge pride. And they're just, it's like we're a family. And before that... Go to the places. I try to go once a year. We were literally about to go right before COVID hit. But um, (sighs) yeah, once a year, we if I don't get to go, someone on my team, my team goes. I have like a whole product development research team, and we just always it's it's one it's like fair trade, but like beyond fair trade, we're just investing in that community so much. I mean, they hand crack each and every nut that goes into the bottle. Like it's the crazy that we're still doing it the old fashioned way. But it really does, I think, ensure the, the quality is there. And um, But these women before this whole argon oil like explosion didn't, they really didn't have jobs there. This was like a huge, you know, upliftment in terms of like an economy building there. Um, yeah. And so then they, they have like a whole new world for them, especially in the good co-ops. Yeah. We just had on um, a botanist actually, and she was talking about argon and how she wanted to try and start using other parts of the tree. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I am. I am too. Oh my gosh. I should talk to her because maybe she hasn't. So I have this. That's her nickname. See that on one. So cool. I I had a dream to be a botanist when I was little too. I have lots of dreams, but it's all coming together now, this whole thing, because now I'm working, you know, with plants and I plant medicine. We have this bottle called this product called Reserve, Argon Reserve, and it's harnessing the full potential of the argon tree, at least full potential so far. So we're, we're leveraging, we're, we're sort of extracting a molecule from the leaves, which are flavonoids, oh, cool. and then we extract a molecule from the press cake, which is the leftover seeds that just like turn into this like hard cake. We extract a molecule called, called saponines. And then we just synergize that with the pure oil and it like makes this 11 times more powerful argon oil. And it's kind of uh, sustainable. Like you're upcycling things that would otherwise be waste. I love that. Exactly.
summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. 
I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right, that's about it. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. I know sustainability has really always been important to your brand from the start. Do you have any goals on that front still? I know you've, it's like a slow process and it's more sustainable each product that comes out, but I, I'm just curious what you want to do because obviously you can manifest it. So let's hear it. <laughs> I am working on a very special project and development for this line that I can't share too much for with about, but I am working with the coolest, dopest designer. He's an industrial designer and he's worked on amazing other sustainable designs for products, not beauty products. And um, we're designing what I think is the future of sustainable packaging. And it's like a whole system. It's a whole, it's gorgeous. It's, that's exciting. Completely plastic free. It's a really special thing. And I'm so excited. It's not coming out till 2023, but. Okay. We'll wait on that. It's really exciting. And then I'm rebranding the entire line, rebranding and repackaging the entire line to be way more sustainable, hopefully fully plastic free. Yeah. And I, and I know, I guess it's January, 2022. Now you yeah. have a new product coming yeah. out that the, or a new is it a new line the Argan apothecary, apothecary line? It's a it's a or is it just the one product line. to start? No, yep. But we have a whole you know product development pipeline for it. It's um tell me about it's it. all about kind of when you need extra love, extra care for your skin, and using plants, not pharmaceuticals, to heal your skin. <laughs> now, what was the like impetus for this line? Well, the impetus was that few. I have two daughters and a stepdaughter and my daughters and especially my stepdaughter was, uh, has eczema, like pretty bad eczema, especially in the winter. And then just in spots in the summer and we live on the beach. So the sand was like so irritating for her. When I went to find her ointments to help heal these, you know, little Mm -hmm. eczema outbursts, they were full of steroids and cortisones and crazy ingredients that I have been working so hard to pull out of our products. Um, And I just couldn't believe there was literally no healthier alternatives. So I decided we're going to, we're just going to take all like my body butter base and figure out how to actually turn my body butter into a drug, a real medicine, but made out of plants, not pharmaceuticals or not harsh things that I can't believe that people with skin diseases or like uncomfortable, sensitive skin have to put on things that are so gnarly, like harsh, known as toxins, 
onto already sensitized skin. It doesn't, was it there totally like tension when the doctor said, okay, you should get this for her. And you were like, I want to fix her, but I don't want to use this. Like, how do you, how do you decide whether or not to go down that route? Like before you could create your own. I mean, it takes a couple of months yeah. to make a product, obviously. Yeah a, lot. yeah, a long time. It's like, you just do it because they're in so much pain. But I, I was on a mission and I just can't believe that nobody else is really doing this. Like there's so many people with eczema and just yeah. lots of skin diseases and literally that it's okay to put this on. Another story for argan oil, just really quickly. When I was a year into the line, so 2008, I had a blog and this doctor from Cedar sinai he's the head of oncology at Cedar sinai Los Angeles, huge hospital. He's the head of oncology and he said, two of my patients just happened to be using your argan oil can you please call me? I need to know what this stuff is because I've never seen such skin healing in my life. And I was like, yeah, call, actually just come down to my office because I'm and in LA too. And were they using it for like radiation? So radiation burn? dermatitis yeah. when it just burns, the radiation just burns off your skin. And so they were, yeah, putting it on. And he did a phase two study. It turns out that argon oil, the composition of argon oil is the closest thing to the skin's composition on the planet. Boom. So literally when you're putting argon oil on stressed out, disease, burnt skin. It's literally perfect. It's so like, like the same fatty skin. acid profile yeah. as like yep. sebum is what you're saying. And it's so soothing and so comforting and it's pure and totally safe. Like, and I then I said, what do you jojoba. give? Jojoba is the closest yeah. to the skin. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I guess, our, I mean, he did the test. So oh, it's argan wow. it matches yeah. up. Yeah. So this new product, you're getting mm -hmm. like an FDA drug facts box, but yep. not for a synthetic drug for a natural ingredient, right? Yeah, exactly. And it really, really works, which is obviously the most important thing. Yeah. And I think people are really confused about that whole drug facts box. Like if you're doing, if you're creating a product that is meant to heal a medical condition, you can't say that and put that out there unless you've done all of this testing. What was that process like to get like FDA approval for your natural quote unquote drug? And it really is a drug. I was like my whole like- No, I, got, I have the box. I have the box right here. And I was like, oh no, no joke. She has She's like the real. drug facts box. So that means you had to Yeah, do a lot. so we have, we're using a FDA monograph ingredient, colloidal oatmeal. By the way, it's 100% organic colloidal oatmeal. And it had a specific percentage. So to be in order to get an actual FDA drug approval, you have to be using certain ingredients at a certain percentage. And so luckily, colloidal oatmeal is an is an as considered a drug at a certain percentage. For so skin for a skin protectant? Protectant, yes. Okay. Yep. So I would say, yep, exactly. So then we started getting like, oh, well, there's actually space, you know, and like there's this is possible for, we can actually make drugs out of plants. Like they've actually maybe been doing it, I guess, or there's just, this is actually known science. It's a scientific fact that colloidal is an actual healing, so healing that it can be considered a medicine, I guess. Right? That changes um, the structure of the skin and to make yeah. it better, obviously. Yeah. So your quote unquote drug is actually in this line, oatmeal at the right percentage to actually heal and help with yes, eczema. Exactly. That's that's yep. pretty cool. What else is in that stuff besides the um, oatmeal? Yeah, then? so we got some delicious shea butter, of course, whipped up argan oil. That's why it's the most delicious texture and so hydrating. And then we got some aloe vera juice. 
in there and all of it is just so soothing. And literally, I wish this podcast had visuals because (laughs) the results, like the crazy before and afters, like people, I have sent it to all of my friends and family. It's launching in this month, January. Wait, was your daughter one of the testers or your stepdaughter? I can't remember who it was. Yes, my stepdaughter and just like family and friends. One day, literally, um, I'll find the picture to show you, but like literally these baby hands that are all red and crusty in one day, completely healed. And I'm not just saying that. I swear on my life. And and just like so many, we have a million. You don't have to swear. You have no, the government having I know, tested I know, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so, honestly, I, I still get surprised. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah. I know I shouldn't be surprised because I believe in it so much, but it's like, this shit works, guys. Like literally it works and it's so pure and soothing. And I'm hearing so many stories of kids too that are like usually, don't put the ointment, don't put the thing on me. And it's like so sticky oh, and greasy yeah. and uncomfortable. They love it. They want it. They're like, give me the cream, mommy. We were t- we talked <laughs> about the, this summer about like applying sunscreen on kids and like yeah. we had a derm on and she was giving us all of her exactly. tips because they get so, I mean, your, your yeah. daughter's older than that now. I'm sure she, yeah. right? How yeah. old are they? Yeah. All your kids? So, my oldest is 15. My youngest official is nine. And then I have a stepdaughter who's 12. And do they like being involved at all with any of your business? Yeah. Is anyone are. in your family involved in your work with you? Well, my mom is the CAO, Chief Aesthetic Officer. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is this very job very serious entail? about it. <laughs> she, um, okay. What's, what does she do for the she company? She pretty much keeps the soul and the vibe and going like like she makes cheesecake she's famous for her cheesecake very 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 famous she's like I'm proud of two things in life my children and my cheesecake um so her cheesecake she like we just had white elephant and she was you know if someone won her cheesecake she also like makes these amazing pillows homemade and my mom is the most creative homemade maker mom best She's like the mom of the company and she's an, she's an interior decorator. So she like designs the whole office. People call her and they're like, can you help me with my office design to make it beautiful? And we have like Moroccan rugs from the Where Argonne is your, people. Where's your office? In Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. So chief ex- aesthetic, office, aesthetic officer. <laughs> that sounds like a fun job. And what about the girls? Are they, do they come into the office? Like when the office is open, I imagine. Yeah, they used to come in now, all but. the time. They love it. They pretend like they're the boss babes. You know, they're always like, am I going to run this one day, mommy? And just kind of like checking out their their future, you know. And and they love to help with product development. Wait, I have to ask you, you you are the boss, babe, kind of. When So running, what, what's your official title with the company? CEO. Okay, so when you wake up in the morning, like you, you own a business, you own a company, people yeah. work for you. What do you check to make sure things are like, going as planned? Do you check like your inventory every morning or the customer service emails? Like what's the most important thing that gives you like, okay, I know my business is is going okay today? Timelines. Oh, like my, launch schedule timelines? Yeah. And just uh, every, there's so many moving parts on, on the Is that now, is that timeline. because of this year with the crazy like no, supply no. or that's always been what you like it's to It's constant. At? You know, any designers, I mean, I, I, have been wearing multiple hats for 14, 15 years. So I just, you know, just make sure everything's going. And I have to constantly, if you talk to any designer in fashion or in product development, like 
it's nonstop. I, I launch like 20 products a year and I have to plan out, like I'm designing 2025 right now and we're 2022 at the beginning. So I, it's just oh, wow. nonstop. And I am very connected to the sales and the numbers. So in my mind, I'm like, you know, we're supposed to be doing a quadrillion dollars in 2025. What are the products that are going to get us there? And this is for your different, so it's Sephora, QVC, Ulta, your website. Our, um, yep. And Ulta. Are there different, do different people shop? Like, do you find a different customer at those different places? Yeah, very different. What's the yeah. difference between like the Sephora and the QVC person? There's a big age difference. QVC is definitely an older woman who I love because we just have so much fun together. So yeah, I think it's definitely the biggest part is age. Okay. And the psychographics that come along with that, I guess, too. Yeah. And, um, you know, just not as social media focused at QVC. It's more just get Josie live on TV and have a party with her. Oh my God, uh, I watched some of your live from yeah. St. Bart's uh, QVC oh, really? parties. Oh my God. Well, because you've had to, I mean, I imagine you used to go to the QVC studios, right? Yeah, I used to, do to all live those. in Pennsylvania most of the time. I had a farm and I do still, but I have a farm in Pennsylvania. And honestly, because it was such a, difficult time away from my family life that I was living in order to have this big business on QVC. I wished and I prayed like I'm good at manifesting. Oops. That somehow I would be able to have my own studio at my house and I wouldn't have to travel to Pennsylvania and do the studio. You guys, so when Josie COVID did not hit, cause. I, yes, I know. I've been telling people like, I'm so sorry. I think I actually created. No, there's nice to know there's some upsides, right? <laughs> Yeah, so it's been amazing. You have to, or else you the just The silver cry. lining. I have a studio in St. Bart's. I have a studio in my garage in LA. And I just go back and forth. And it's like amazing to be able to Wait, did to you literally... originally buy the yeah. farm to be near yeah. QVC? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and you're like, if I'm going to be coming out to, you know, Allentown or wherever it is every <laughs> couple months, might as well have a nice place to stay, yeah. I imagine. And I come out, I came out at least half half. Or is half it Westchester? It it's near... Westchester. Yeah, yeah, Westchester. Yeah. Westchester, Pennsylvania. There is some nice farm go? country out there. Well, I grew up in Philadelphia and a lot of kids went to oh. school at Westchester University. So I know yeah. the area. Well, I'm glad yeah, you have Willis a farm Town. there now. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Does the farm have animals? It used to. It doesn't anymore. It's, I guess you're um, not there a lot, so. Yeah, it's 300 acres. It's amazing. It's gorgeous. Does St. Bart's have animals? Them. Do you have animals with you now? Lots of goats, cats, and turtles. And they're literally right outside my door right now. I'm watching. Them. Do you own the goats or are these free range goats? No, free range. They just come and eat my garden here. <laughs> okay. Not inspired by the goats of Morocco, I imagine. Can you imagine no, how, like, I, I really feel like because the argon fruit will only fruit in Morocco, in this one region of Morocco, nowhere else in the world. And I have a feeling because of these goats and because of the temperature and the whole environment here we can maybe grow an argon tree here. You, so I'm going to start working on one, it. You could get one argon tree. One nut. <laughs> that would be like Josie's reserve reserve. The bottle reserve that reserve. comes from that, the St. Bart's. <laughs> Hand cracking it myself. Argon Look, oil. guys. <laughs> if it happens, we'll manifest it. Actually, this actually brings me to, the, I wanted to do a little speed round with you. And my first speed round question is a little bit of a manifestation. I wanted to mm -hmm. know, I mean, well, it's up to you how you take it. What's your? What was your New Year's resolution this year? If you did one. <sighs> that was an evil I'm giggle. I'm like really working on this though. 
It's okay oh, if you're not. No, into because them. I'm going back and forth. Okay, I know it's supposed to be a speed round. No, it's um, fine. Anyway, so I'm. I have like I have like pers- Anyways, for my, you know what I'm trying to master is branding. I'm really wanting to learn. I, I have not mastered branding at all, and I am on a mission in 2022 to learn about branding, to learn about storytelling, to learn what creates a brand that you know and love and you know it without even seeing the logo. You just know it's that brand because of the colors and the whatever. And I just want to master this. Like I cannot. That's a very media friendly this. New Year's resolution. Like on like it's I'm sorry. It's, it's like it's business true, focused. That's okay. If that's what you want to spend. That's your 2022. I am. I'm so I focused on this you. business. Thank you. I hope that the branding thing comes through. Okay, next up, speed round. Song that pumps you up. Like you're like, oh, God, I have to get on a Zoom with this lady and do this podcast, but I need to be fired up. What am I going to play? We can go from Kendrick Lamar, Love, yes. to Beyonce, one of them. Um, um, um. Wait, Kendrick Lamar, the yeah. song Love. Like the, the song Love, loves. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, and then Nina Simone, Feeling Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. We have similar... <laughs> Taste, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. The thing. Okay. This. The thing your kids do that makes you laugh the hardest. I think imitate me, like just in the most <gasps> oh, meanest, cruelest uh, way. Twelve and nine year old girl yeah. imitating me sounds horrible. What do yeah, they do? It's terrible. Like oh, like, well, this was when I was pregnant with my second, and Rumi, she was like six, and but she was like. Oh, I'm Josie, and I'm as big as a house. <laughs> and she was like acting out and walk around. Oh like, my Ew. god! I was like, really? <laughs> Thanks. Or how about when the kids? I mean, all kids are annoying, and this we, this was not the thing about being annoying. It was about being funny. When they, I was going to say, when they point out like your pores or your wrinkles, oh. stuff oh, yeah. like that, you know, Just especially wait, when you're ones. in the skincare business, and you're like, really? Thanks. <laughs> It'll come for you too. Don't worry. Um, okay, yeah. what's the product you wish you had invented? Doesn't have to be a beauty product. I but... totally know this. I am Tell me. so pissed. Impossible burgers. <gasps> oh, yeah. Like that should have been mine. Should have been mine. They're so good. They took They're a so lot. good. And it's like my thing. Blow bringing delicious, healthy, delicious, healthy. Like I, I wanted you for my line to never sacrifice anything for beauty or for, yeah, for your product. This is what the impossible burger is. And I'm sorry to say beyond burger, impossible wins. It really is like a real burger. That was my whole thing. Like you shouldn't even notice, you know, that this product is, oh, by the way, really good for you. It's just a beautiful product that works. It feels good. It looks good. Makes me feel and look good. Do you and that's eat it. plant-based? Are you a plant-based eater? Or are you just Mostly. I eat some, I eat fish as well. Aqua, yeah, aqua, but that, that, that stuff makes it easy. It cooks like it too. You can just, I, I agree. I mean, Excellent the, the beet juice that looks like blood. Oh, I'm so pissed. And I wish I was an investor. If you're listening to this and you are know how I can become an investor in Impossible Burger, I will invest. Yeah, I think the round one on that probably has was, passed. But maybe I wish they called me. I heard it was in Hollywood too. I'm like, God darn it. There's going to be another revolution like that. Just keep your ears open. All right. Last question. What do you need to get your beauty sleep? I I can sleep. I go to sleep easy. I have no sleep issues. It's just about making sure I have like eight hours. Okay. So you need an uninterrupted time period. Yeah. Got it. And I am not a good person. I know. I'm so lucky, but I'm not a very 
good person when I don't have enough sleep. So, okay, so give Josie her eight hours and <laughs> she'll be You'll happy be good. Yeah. after she eats her impossible burger. This was <laughs> super fun. I'm really, really impressed that you, uh, you went the route of getting a monograph on that new product. So congrats on that. I'm excited Aww, to see what else comes you. from your yeah. line. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. I, I feel like there's so much to share, but okay. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's good? it. I get to ask okay, the questions. Okay, you have okay, to answer. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. It was so good. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.